Isaka is out with a new report looking at five key trends for IT security professionals in 2014. What are those trends, and what are the resolutions that security pros should be taking to heart? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my pleasure to be speaking today with Robert Straub, a member of ISACA Strategic Advisory Council. Rob, thanks so much for joining me today. Ah, Tom, it's always a pleasure. Well, Rob, I always enjoy talking with you about the profession, and I want to ask you up front, how did ISACA go about establishing these specific resolutions for IT security pros? Yes, Tom. Uh, one of the great things about ISACA is it's a membership organization of uh, over 110,000 uh, individuals, many of which are security professionals. So what we've done through the course of the uh, year is we've surveyed and discussed uh, trends and things that are, you know, issues that are emerging in their roles, their day-to-day roles, and come up with a collective list. And then we've, you know, with uh, some core people, we've pared that list down to a, a list of five issues and concerns that we're seeing in the industry now, those that are of most interest to the industry professionals as they prepare for the start of 2014 and the challenges that it will bring. Well, Rob, I want to go through each of these with you and ask you for some commentary. The first one is that IT security pros should prepare for privacy 2.0. And I've got to say, I'm not sure they prepare for privacy 1.0. So my question for you was, what needs to happen next? Privacy 2.0 is, you know, the next uh, iteration of privacy that's going out there. And I think a number of events and issues have happened in, in recent history that have made people be aware of their privacy and the fact that their personal information or personally identifiable information is being leveraged and used sometimes for good and, of course, sometimes for bad. So what we've got right now is almost a bifurcation in the marketplace. Two groups, one who is very probably a little bit like myself, a little bit, you know, trying to hold on to their privacy and their private information. And the second group who are, you know, got an attitude of, you know, if the world knows everything about me, then I've got nothing to hide. So what we're starting to see is these these two groups, they're going to continue for a period of time. But I think one of the things that we need to be aware of is that the privacy is something that, you know, you need to understand, you need to be able to look after, and you need to be able to control what people know about you and what information is freely available and how that information is used. You know, I give a good example. Recently, there was a survey of uh, industry professionals in one of the industries that I'm involved in, and I knew nothing about that industry or or the fact that my name had been leveraged and added to that group. Now, their rating of me and my skills may have been right or correct or incorrect. It didn't really matter. The reality of it is that, you know, I had no insight into that information being used. And that's one of the challenges of privacy now, is information that's freely out there and available on the web, on the Internet, through your day-to-day dealings, you know, can be collated and uh, aggregated and used and can come up with an opinion or a a proposition or even an offering of you. And I think we need to be a little bit guarded of this information, our personal data. It's a currency. It's a currency that we want to leverage and use, spend when we need to, and hold on to when we don't. So one of the the tips that I'll give the listeners this year as we move into 2014 is understand where that privacy information is being used. I'm not telling you not to do it. What I'm trying to do is be aware. And in being aware, you can make good decisions on whether you're going to allow it to be available or not. 
Rob, the second resolution is to slim down big data. Now, clearly, this is not a diet fad. What is it you're asking IT security pros to do? Yeah, so there is an explosion explosion of data out there today. I mean, let's all be clear. We've now developed techniques and tools that allow us to aggregate structured and unstructured information. It was very interesting. The recent uh, 2013 ISACA uh, IT Risk Reward Barometer, you know, one out of four respondents chose big data as, as a major issue that they should be aware of. Now, one of the interesting things I've learned in my time as an IT professional is, you know, garbage in is often garbage out. So one of the things we have to do is we work out how to manipulate and leverage this big data for value for our organizations is we want to really understand which information sources we're using, what's of value and what's not. And as you consolidate, one of the things I'd like to really share as a technique, certainly in 2014, is eliminate those data sources that don't add a lot of value, that don't really help drive you to business outcomes. It might be fun to analyze it and it might be a, you know, a nice pastime, but the reality of it is that we're all about driving uh, value. And for 2014, slim down the big data. Use the sources that make sense. Understand where they add value. And I'm not saying throw away the others, but maybe uh, bring other data sources in in a managed way so that you can leverage them and use them and understand the value. So the third resolution is more for management, and it's plan to compete for cybersecurity and data analytics experts. Rob, where are the sectors where these jobs are the hottest in 2014, and, and what are organizations going to have to do to be competitive? Look, uh, let's be very clear. Cybersecurity has become a, a high-profile topic in the last 12 months. We're all aware, anybody who reads uh, and, and listens to you, Tom, will be aware that cybersecurity is an issue that we need to be aware of, and we need to start protecting our businesses from these cybersecurity attacks. The fact is that this is kind of becoming the new battlefield or the new area of concern for enterprises where people may look to disrupt their business or actually attack their business. These professionals are hard to find and uh, they're out there, sure, and they need to understand the business and the business value. You need to go out and hunt these people down and bring them in and bring them into your organization and effectively position them so that they can not just be caught up in red tape in terms of implementing effective systems and processes, but also executing as well. So let me share with you that you really need to look for these people and bring them in, but then again empower them. Now, data analytics experts, some people call them data scientists. I think we're really going to start to see these people and come about. You know, I'm aware of many organizations now looking for data scientists. What I really encourage you to do is as you bring these roles in, you're going to be looking for the right skill sets, and these data scientists are probably going to have not just the ability to analyze mathematical or data, large volumes of data, but I think they're going to also have to have a business-savvy sense as well so that they can understand where trends and patterns can equate to business competitiveness and business value. These people are going to have to be probably fairly well compensated in 2014 and their job descriptions are going to have to be fairly good as well. And, you know, I tell everybody who I speak to, if I was starting in this field right now, I'd be looking to go into either cybersecurity or probably a data scientist because I think that's going to be the hot job for the next few years. Rob, the resolution I find more interesting is this, most interesting is this next one, and it's rethink how your enterprise is using your information security experts. What do you mean by that? <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's very interesting. What's happening now is, is with our, the way we're running our enterprises today, 
you know, if I go back to when I started in this industry, we ran every aspect of our business in terms of technology. We ran all the components. We even at one stage in my career laid the lines to our branches. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. Today, uh, a technology solution stack is made up of many partners, many suppliers, maybe cloud, maybe not, maybe private cloud, maybe not. And one of the interesting things that we need to understand now is that this complex environment opens up many opportunities for the enterprise to to be attacked or the uh, exposures to happen. So what we've got to do now is we've got to start having our information security experts be hunters to go out there and understand the risk profile of the organisation and the opportunities there and where we can be attacked. So instead of your threats coming from internal, which they are going to continue to come from internal, we know that for sure, you're going to have to start looking for these external threats. And the previous one links to it a little bit with cyber security. So what you've got to go out there is proactively seek out and detect the threats, understand what they are, and build up an intelligence capability so that you can understand where these attacks are going to come from. Ultimately, to do this, you're going to have to understand your threat profile and your risk profile. So what we're suggesting at ISACA is that you go and uh, invest in an operational risk analysis process, understand where the exposures to your business are from a financial perspective, from a business perspective, from a continuity perspective, and place the most profile and the most effort on those areas, rather than trying to do it across the whole estate. It's really about identifying the threats and vulnerabilities, investing the most effort there, rather than everywhere. The final resolution. Ramp up for the Internet of even more things. And it strikes me that the topic, the Internet of things, has really just reached currency in the last several months. What are we talking about when we get to the Internet of even more things? Oh, yes. I, I mean, I can't imagine 50 billion devices as I try and think it through. But, you know, you imagine a, a, a day where everything is just connected to the Internet, where you you've just got... Every device that you've got in your own personal life is linked to the enterprise, is linked to every aspect of our life. That's where we're heading, where intelligent sensors are being installed in most devices. You know, wearables are becoming a big option today where, you've, you know, your pulse rate and heart rate are being consistently, continually monitored, where you have a little deviation. It reports it to maybe your healthcare organisation so on and so forth. I think what we're going to be doing as we move forward is we're going to have to understand this. We're going to have to, you know, not uh, run away from this, but effectively leverage it. Now, my example I've given before is that, you know, my Internet of Things in my house is the ability to remotely control the alarms, the locks, the heating, and soon the appliances in my house remotely from my iPad, where every device in my house is interconnected and I can leave my house and say, oh, I forgot to lock the door and I can quickly look at my iPad and say, yes, I did or I didn't and press a button. If you can imagine that is in every aspect of our lives, this is where we're heading to. You know, many of you may have bought, uh, many of the listeners may have bought a car recently and buying a car, you'll be aware that that car is, is connected to multiple devices. In fact, one car I was recently looking at reports the health of the car back to the dealer on a regular basis so that the car can understand, the car manufacturer can understand how those components that it's put in that vehicle are performing so that it can proactively warn you where you need service or maintenance. 
These are the types of value propositions we're going to start to see from the Internet of Things in terms of our personal life. And of course, they're going to spread into our enterprise life as well. You know, the interesting thing about this is most of these devices are going to be invisible to us as end consumers and I think our end users. So one of the things I'm saying to enterprises are you need to be aware of the fact that the Internet of Things is coming. You need to work out how to leverage it and use it for good and for power and to do things better. And in so doing, it's going to come with a lot of opportunities. And of course, like all things, it's going to come with some threats and some threat vulnerabilities. You need to understand these and effectively manage them. And I think that's a key aspect as we, we go forward. I mean, I don't think we can imagine the proliferation of devices in our wildest dreams at the moment that we'll see in the next few years. It's coming and coming fast. Rob, final question for you. Given everything we've talked about today, how should IT security pros best be preparing themselves for the challenges of 2014? Yes, it's, you know, ultimately uh, you've just got to put it down to a couple of things, Tom, and, and uh, I want to just uh, summarize in threes. You know, I'm a person of threes. First is, you know, one of the things we recommend to our members at IFARCA is that you look at the intellectual property that we developed to help you. Now, we've talked about COVID in the past and the, the, uh, the opportunities and the COVID framework which helps enterprises effectively govern and manage their organisations. But one of the things we've done in the last 12 months at IFARCA is developed a lot of practical guidance, white papers, content, guides, and even audit guide to help our membership and uh, those outside our membership understand the threats and vulnerabilities, the opportunities, and how to effectively leverage that. So, one thing I'd like to uh, really challenge the the, uh, the cybersecurity specialists out there is to go and look at the OSACA website and uh, do a search on cybersecurity, privacy, big data, Internet of Things, and you're going to get a number of white papers, standards, and guidance there that you can leverage and use. You need to be able to leverage those and use them, but the most important thing before you need to use them is you need to keep yourself current with these trends that are happening in the industry. These trends are coming and they're going to impact your business. You need to then take these trends and then map them to your business and the business impact. It's all about business impact when you think about it. How you can leverage these for both positive, so that you can grow the business, and of course, how you can protect the business and mitigate the risk where appropriate. It's all about an effective risk assessment. We've talked about that before, of course. So go look at the OSACA website. Go look at the materials there. Keep yourself current. And then, of course, keep your certifications up to date. Ensure that you've, uh, you know, if you're in this space, you're certified, you're meeting with professionals in this space, leveraging their content, leveraging their intellectual property. At OSACA, we offer a number of uh, certifications to help you there. One is uh, our Certified Information Security Manager or CISM. And the second, of course, is our C-RISC, which is Certified in Risk and Information Systems Control. You know, look to these certifications. They'll certainly help you and keep you aware of what you're doing and how to do your job effectively and efficiently. Rob, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you so much. Tom, it's great to speak to you and uh, the listeners, and uh, thank you again for your time. The topic has been ISACA's five resolutions to help IT security professionals get ready for 2014. I've been talking with Robert Straub, a member of ISACA's Strategic Advisory Council. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.